Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to yes. episode 15 of the Make a Difference podcast. Today, you just get to listen to our beautiful voices, just yes. Darius and I today. We just wanted to take a minute and pop on and wish everybody a happy new year, a happy 2021, and just chat for a little bit. Yes, happy new year. Happy new year, Farah. I didn't even say happy new year to you. We just happy new on. year. <laughs> yeah. Great. I Sorry. like the energy, the new year energy. I, I love that. I've always, I love it. It's like a kickstart. I like it too. And, you know, I think that the world can't agree on everything, but I think that what we can all agree on is that 2020 was unlike anything that any of us have ever experienced before in many, many ways. And so I think that everybody is collectively feeling the sigh of relief that we're in a new year and hopefully the new year brings good things. So yeah, I'm not, sure. I'm not super big on the resolution thing. <laughs> I, I've never been big on, I, these are my new year's resolutions because I just always believe that we should be consistently leveling up. If you save that for the new year and you, I don't know, I've, I've just never been big on resolutions. And by the way, that's not to say that if you are a resolution person, props to you, nothing against it. Me personally, never been a new year's resolution person. <laughs> I haven't either. I think in the, I can remember past periods of my life where you, oh yeah, I'm supposed to have resolutions. So here's what they are. <laughs> but life is so, it comes at us in such a complex manner. It, it, I would love to see a study of just how effective that is as a way of yeah. obtaining goals and things that you want. I think it's a good... If anyone knows the makes, science, shoot it our way. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to hear that. I, I don't think it's a bad way to say new year, fresh start, but I kind of look at every day that way, right? Yeah. And so for me, it's for sure. kind of like it's all the time. But anyway, I digress. If you have new year's resolutions, wonderful. Good for you. I think that's great. And I hope that you reach those goals and um, we're starting the longest month of the entire year. I don't know if mm -hmm. any of you feel that way, but January is for sure the longest month. It just like feels like by the end of it, we're on January 75th. I don't know <laughs> why, but it I've feels like ever. really never. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's the longest month of the year. <laughs> I mean, practically speaking, it can't be right. No, I know. It's, it's one of the, what, sixth longest months of the year? Yes, but mentally, on January 28th, it will feel like January 75th. And then February comes, and it's so fast. Crazy. For sure. Anyway. Okay, so, so check this out. So what about, so 2021 is here. 2020 is come and gone. Give me two things that maybe were key takeaways for you in 2020. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I think that on a person, I'll do two things. First thing is on a personal note. Second Word. thing will be collectively overall. On a personal note, this year has made me realize that I myself can have moments of severe pessimistic thoughts. <laughs> I've always been a really optimistic person to a fault I would argue because sometimes I can be the person who in a hard moment is like, but let's look at the bright side instead of taking the moment to just dwell in whatever's going on. I'm always like the bright side person. And, but if this didn't happen, this, so I've always been really optimistic to a fault. And I try mm -hmm. to look at everything with a positive mindset and what good can come from it. But this year 
I have learned that I am not always optimistic. <laughs> and there were moments this year where I found myself in like really, really dark moments mm. of the entire world is collapsing. I don't want to do this anymore. Everything sucks. There's no good people here, <laughs> which is like totally not real. Yeah. But I went into those places sometimes. So it was an interesting. What do you think got self- you there though? The you don't media mind me for sure. Like I, and that's the other thing I learned is that I had to give myself very intentional breaks from the news. And I'm not talking like watching the news necessarily. I'm talking about social media. I just had to give myself very intentional breaks because what I found was that it was, I wear the weight of the world on Mm. my heart. I've always been that way. And so when we're experiencing a crisis that I feel very deeply but I can't fix things like that. And so I think that there was a, a some self-discovery for me in two ways. One, not only am I not always optimistic, but that it's okay that I'm not always optimistic. And it's okay to be in moments where you want, just want to throw in the towel and say, enough is enough of this. And mm-hmm. two, I need to give myself intentional breaks from the news cycle. I would also say that I tried to seek out the good. So that's on a personal level. On a more collective level, once I kind of went through that personally, I realized that there is so much good happening. You just sometimes have to look for it. And that, friends, is actually part of the reason why the Make a Difference podcast happened and came about Mm -hmm. is because we wanted to showcase the good that's happening in the world not only during a very trying time for our world, but just in general, I think sometimes we can get very caught up in all of the bad things happening. And that's what we hear a lot of, but there's so much good and there's so many good people and there's so many things that are happening that are, that are trying to make the world a better place. And so I really tried to focus on that. And I, found some really, really amazing things happening and was introduced to really amazing people. So yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, your turn. <laughs> I had zero <laughs> takeaways from the year. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, there were several things, but I think worth noting first and foremost was I think 2020 was a year in which I grew more confident than I was at any other point in my life in why I believe what I believe whether you're talking about faith, whether you're talking about politics, as a husband and a father, the things that I, I, I deem important and may advocate for or espouse them as ideas and thoughts, I definitely grew more confident as to why. And, and also I was willing to uh, become more comfortable just with engaging with people who think differently, you know, very much so in our current climate. You can easily stay in your space where you only are hearing your opinion, the opinion that makes you, you know, that's good. It's, it's your opinion. I just had a lot, I gained a lot of clarity about that. So that was one. And then really even correlating with that, the one thing that I am walking into 2020 with is 2021. Sorry, I can't walk backwards. Uh, <laughs> is I, I phrase it like this. Popularity is a poison. Where I'm going with that is that I think a lot of us young folks, millennials, Gen Z's, and so forth. We want impact. We want influence, right? We want to make a difference, right? Even us, we're making, we're doing this podcast, right? But I think behind that, a lot of times there is a, there's certain degrees of like, you want to be popular. You want that, you want that platform. 
you just want some of these things. And I think popularity in particular for us is a poison because one, how it affects you personally, when you're trying to be widely accepted, widely endorsed, whatever, having that, obtaining that platform, and then just even thinking about some of the things political, you know, economic stuff, faith, all these different, these, these arenas that we walk in, there's opinions that are popular, like the consensus. And I think that in today's culture, when you look at a lot of the popular notions uh, that are shaping and, and moving countries and people groups and things, a lot of them are not good, I would argue, or, or, or really healthy. I, I don't know the right word for it because I'm free thinking here, but I think, <laughs> I think there's, there's danger. Maybe let me say danger. I shouldn't say unhealthy or anything like that, but I think there's danger in a lot of the prevailing notions that are leading us and shaping us in our interactions with pe- each other as a culture and as countries and on a global level. And so mm. that's, I, I've just been wrestling with this notion of like popularity is a poison, whether it's you desiring it or whether it's you allowing popular think to shape your thinking. Sure. I think you have to be willing to, you have to be willing to, to take a step back and say, maybe I need to go that way. Or maybe, maybe that person who thinks differently over there, maybe they're not crazy. Maybe I shouldn't be so quick to be like, uh, you're just this, or you just think this way. Maybe, maybe there's something in what they think that actually might be a remedy to the issues I'm dealing with. So those would be the two for me, but there's others for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for, yeah, I completely right? agree. You know, the other thing that I think is so interesting about this year is for me, I'm interested to see how the things that happened and the ways of which we had to adapt and change very quickly will continue. For instance, the remote working, right? Mm -hmm. I read a Forbes article yesterday that was going over just the things that we learned where it's like 50% of businesses who never thought that they could allow their entire workforce to work from home are now working 100% from home. And not only is it working, but it's working better than it did when everybody was in the office. And so I think it's going to be interesting to see the ways in which the workforce changes and stick and what things go back to the way they were. Yeah, I I think that'll be really interesting. You know, Zoom. (laughs) I think about Zoom. I know. I think about for us at Madwire, we had had recently implemented Zoom probably within six months of us all going to working from home. So for us, we were really lucky because we had it all integrated already. We all knew how to use it. But I just think about what Zoom did for the pandemic. <laughs> and it's just crazy to think. I, I sometimes think about, well, what, you know, even 10 years ago, had this happened 10 years ago, how would it have looked different and what would have been different? But, you know, we are so lucky to be in this technological age where we have everything right at our fingertips that we need. That's crazy too. So I think it'll be interesting to see how new technologies come about from all of this. And then also what happens to the workforce in general. I know for me, my dogs are the winners of the pandemic. (laughs) <laughs> they they just are living their best lives. They get to be mm-hmm. with me all day long. They get to annoy me all day long. They were literally, you know, we were just we just got back from the holidays. So this is our first full week back in the office. The two of them are just sitting next to me snoring away while I'm sitting here working and I'm thinking how rude. Like I'm back to work and they're just sitting here snoring away. But mm-hmm. it's just, you know, the dogs won 2020, I think. 
Yeah, the dogs won 2020. Uh, I would say home, like remodeling or, yeah. you know, the decor, you know. Speaking of home remodeling, here's an interesting question for you. Did you pick up any new skills? Yeah, I did actually. Really? Uh, yes. I became a bit more proficient in like video editing, uh, working with the Adobe Creative Suite in different capacities. Okay. I think there were some skills that I possessed that I definitely started to hone in on a bit more. So it wasn't a a serious allocation of new skills as opposed to refining skills that I had some experience with, but I could honestly say I couldn't get any type of work done with it Mm -hmm. that I feel way more confident now being like, oh yeah, if I need to do that, I can do that. I think one of the the skills that I actually am diving a bit more into is writing throughout the pandemic. I think there was, it's funny, I'm referring like it's past tense and we're still in it, right? True. It's not gone. (laughs) It's not gone, but... (laughs) Uh, hence my, that's why my first point was like clarity. Like that's one of the things that came as like, what do I think? What is it I'm wanting? What's going on with the people around me? You know, that a lot of that was funneled into writing. A lot of that was thinking about, you know, stuff like skills and things like that. To your point earlier though, about the work from home thing, I think what's going to be really interesting to see is what happens to commercial real estate, how business handles real estate. You know, we here, our organization, we have a massive building and it's going to be interesting to see how businesses that maybe had more robust type of physical infrastructure, how they handle that. One of the things also will be the e-commerce slash non-e-commerce world, how that's mm-hmm. changing. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I saw a statistic the other day that said e-commerce sales year to year, this, this past year is up 30, like 32%. Whereas non-e-commerce is actually down 3%. And so there's just a lot going on in the business side where there's pressure to transition to e-commerce, right? Because if you can't even like some places go out and about, how do you do that? You know, how do you change a business model? So there's just so many questions there. I mean, I'm curious about how that landscape in business is going to play out with everything that's going on. You're absolutely right. And I think about also just how other businesses, it just in general, everybody transitions now, right? Like for a business that maybe didn't have any way to sell online prior to this, that's probably never going to happen again. Like now the business who never had a way to sell their products online, ship them or offer somebody to buy it online and then pick it up curbside, right? Like all of that changes. So that's another really interesting point is just the shift of a small business brick and mortar store to now, um, you know, I don't think we'll ever go back. I think most businesses now realize that they have to have a way to allow people to order online, whether that be ordering online and shipping it or ordering it online and having somebody come pick it up. So Mm -hmm. That'll be interesting to see as well. I think that the word of 2020 is adaptability. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I think, I I think the word for 2020 for me is going to be a toss up between listen. No, 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 actually, no, I'm not, I'm going to take that back. The word for 2021 (laughs) is going to be discourse. Wait, are you talking about 2020 or 2021? I did say 2020, didn't I? My bad. I'm talking. I'm recapping 2020 in one word, okay. which is adaptability. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying the word for 2021 is adaptability. Well, I think it'll carry through, but <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, I'll I'll give the word for 2021. I think the word is discourse. That's where we're we're heading. We need okay. to have 
the ability. And I was actually going to ask you this question, which was, what do you hope happens this year on a macro level uh, when you're thinking about culture, our country, the world stage? Yeah, so, that's a great question. Before you answer, though, what I hope happens in 2021 is just that. I think there's a lot of, as a country, and I think on a, even on a global level, we don't handle the difference of opinion very well. And what I hope happens in 2021 is that the people who can handle that become facilitators mm. as in, in a way, become bridges for differing opinions to be able to not come together and compromise, but literally just coming together to be able to even say, are you hearing the other side? Right. Right. Or, hey, you said that. Here are some facts that either align with that or not. Are you willing to look at that? You know, I, I think we, we really, if we don't, I think if we don't move in that direction, several, there's going to be several generations that are just ill-equipped for the time to come, continuing to tear each other down. And so we'll see what happens, but that's, that's, that's what I'm hoping is just uh, comes forth a bit more in 2021. What about you? I agree with all of that. I, um, I think that we are in, especially politically, I think we're in an environment where people just are unwilling to even hear differing opinions than their own. Mm-hmm. Um, not only unwilling to hear it, but just unwilling to even engage in it. And I hope that we have some healing on that front, whatever that ends up meaning, just mm-hmm. in the division that there currently is. You know, I think there's always division because there's always different opinions on everything, but I do hope that we have some healing in that regard. You know, I think also just in the general sense, I hope for healing not only in this country, but in the world. Cause I think that there, a lot of people went through a lot in 2020, whether it was just the weight of the world on them, whether they personally were affected by something going on in 2020, whether they had a loved one pass away in 2020. I mean, there's just, there's just so many things that were happening that I just hope for healing for everybody who, mm-hmm. who needs to heal. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So that being said, we are, it's January 4th. We're three, we're four days into this thing, or I guess we should say three and a quarter or something, but. Uh, <laughs> Depending on what time you woke up this yeah, morning. Yeah, what time it is, but <laughs> leave, leave our audience here. Let's, let's leave our audience here. Both of us with just a, a brief message for the new year. <laughs> yeah. And you can't overthink it either. You can't. <laughs> Uh, Okay, a message for 2021. I hope for 2021 for our listeners that are listening. I hope that you all accomplish the things that you've set out to accomplish, that you reach your goals, and that you are happy and healthy, and that your heart is full in 2021. Let's go. I had so many thoughts and now I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, that's a really no, hard I'm question. I'm just kidding. No, I, I actually have a lot. I'm just like, well, what, where to go with that? Do I want <laughs> this to be an hour-long monologue? Uh, you know, I think that the main thing I would say is bullet points. One, like the status quo, going back to the popularity is poison, the status quo type of thinking. It's okay to go against the grain. It's okay to think differently if you're listening. It's okay to want to try something new. It's okay to to want to try to create new models and new types of thinking about solving problems and building communities and such. And so if you're, if, if that's you, I would say, don't, don't ignore that. 
uh, yeah, don't ignore the the conviction to challenge the status quo or to do something in a way that's not being done or leading in a different way, building relationships in a different way. I would just encourage you to, to step into that wholeheartedly. And then secondly, don't discount the impact that you can make. Going back to, again, popularity is a poison. Everybody wants to platform the influence, but just by asking someone how you're doing and actually getting an answer and not being okay with like, oh, I'm good, based on how they say that. Maybe you need to ask them, are you actually good or are you just saying that? And just don't underestimate what you can do in the micro moments that are part of macro you know, impact and maybe aligns with some of those goals and things you want. So I'm glad that you went second because... <laughs> that would have been really hard to follow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then that said, it's 2021, guys. This is the Make a Difference podcast, and we want you to make a difference. And if you know someone who's making a difference, it doesn't have to be nonprofit. It can be this person is just giving apples to people on a day, every day who live on the street. I don't know what it might be, right? Let us know. We would love to be a part of helping them tell their story, bringing them on here. If you're doing something cool, let us know. But do not underestimate the difference you can make in someone's life in a positive way this year. Absolutely. And we will be back next week with fresh episodes for you all Mm -hmm. in the new year. And we have a great lineup of people that we can't wait to bring you. So thanks for being with us. Thanks for sticking it out with us. And we are looking forward to 2021. Let's go. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.